Okay, to all of the uh, listeners to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and Friends, you are in for a treat and something that I have never done before. But I'm over here on 100 in a chokehold, like all of America is on, you know what is more than just America? This is around the world now about the Risa Tisa saga. Now, if you are just tuning in or if you're listening to this and you have no idea what I'm talking about, first of all, I'm going to tell you, don't worry about it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't you even worry about it. But if you do know, recently a TikToker named Risa shared a 50, you heard that right, five zero, a 50 part series on who the heck did I marry? Now, I need y'all to know my girlfriend is on, so I'm going to bring her in. See, when I just said, who the heck, you you really wanted to correct me. Absolutely, because that's not what she said. She said, who the bleep, but okay, yes. <laughs> said, but for me over here, yes. you know I'm going to say, who the heck did I marry? And <laughs> she shares one of the most mind-blowing, mm -hmm. um, heartbreaking stories and as all of you know, I am in the middle of this series called Dating Dilemmas, where I am talking about Christian women in particular navigating these dating streets. So this popped off in the middle of this series. So I thought I would bring my girl on to have a discussion because we talked about this on Marco. She completely went off on me and I'm going to let her tell you why she did um, but let me tell you a little bit about her. This is only going to be available. This conversation is only going to be available um, through whatever podcast app you use. I'm not uploading this to YouTube as of right now. So this won't be video because, honey, if you could see us both, we both are chilling. So this is not going to be video, um, but I wanted to have this conversation. So this is my girl, and I'm going to call her by her title, Dr. Zenobia's story. Let me tell you a little bit about my relationship with uh, Z. Zenobia has been my little sister for years and years and years because literally I am a decade almost older than her. But over the years, I care about you rolling your eyes, but over the years, our relationship has transformed from her just being my little sister to being one of my closest friends. She is on the list when my daughters, all three of them, I sit down with them often. And I go through this list. If you cannot talk to me, who can you talk to? And they go through the list of people they can talk to. And Auntie Zobi, as they say, is mm -hmm. on that list. Her son is my godson. And I'm just trying to let you understand how um, significant Z is in my life. And so Dr. Zenobia's story run. Okay, let me not say that. Tell you, because I'm about to say you run a whole school. You're not going to want me to say that. Tell me what, <laughs> what you would want me to say. I mean, I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am a principal of a K through eight school. Yes. Yes. And so, <laughs> and I need you to understand, I already told y'all she's 10 years younger than me. And so we call her a uh, little Dr. Zenobia because we say that she's still 16, but she's yeah. running the whole school. Okay. So I wanted us to have this conversation about the Risa Tisa tales. And I want you to share how you got pulled into this story. Um, I don't think I remember. I think um uh, we have a um Instagram DM group. Yes. And I believe one of the people in our DM group dropped it. 
And, yes. you know, was saying that it was some kind of 50 part series. And I think I initially was like, mm -mm, I'm not doing it. You not sure did. It. And baby, I, for some reason, I turned it on. Well, that's what I, that's when you went off on me because I came and marked you personally. And I said, ma'am, you have to watch it. And I sucked you in and you marked me later on and said, I am so done with you because I've spent a whole day on a this. Whole day. Uh, 50 videos. It was like probably four hours and some change. Yeah. It started out as me just, oh, I got to do this newsletter. So let me just listen to this in the background turned into my entire, because I couldn't stop. Once I started, yes. I could not stop. So all day. Oh. Okay, so it's all day thing. So I know that there are people, again, who are saying, what are you talking about? Again, there is a young woman named Risa who went through a traumatic, and I want to say traumatic. Listen, Risa, if you happen to be listening to this one day, I want you to know this was a traumatic experience that you went through. And she shares her entire story of this trauma she went through um, after meeting someone, moving them into her home after knowing them about three weeks eventually ends up getting two weeks ends up getting married it's a long story okay so z one of the things you said i want us to kind of talk about what your experience was listening to it when you finished episode 50 when you finished episode 50 you walked away feeling what Okay, so through, I'm going to answer your question exactly, but through the 50 videos, I felt a range of emotions, all the things, but we can talk about that next. But at the very end, I really felt a level of sadness and empathy. Let's say sadness and mm -hmm. empathy for the girl, the lady, Risa, because one of the things she said in her last video was, um, I just wanted it to be my turn. Uh and I, as a 40-year-old single woman, I can, I, I mean, I didn't know if she came in my bedroom and was minding my yes. business at that point. I didn't really yes. know what was going on because I totally understand that feeling of just being like, but this was going to be it. This It's got to be my time. I want it to be my turn. And so all the range of emotions I went through from start to finish of her story, I think were valid feelings. But at the end, no matter if I wanted to judge her, which I did not, but if I wanted to judge her, if I was like, you're crazy, oh no. When she said that, I was like, okay, I get it. I, I, I understand. It. Yeah. Yes. I okay. It. So I love that you clarified because I did not say I should have said this. Y'all, this is totally off the rip. I don't have any notes in front of me. This is literally us just chatting. So I'm glad that you clarified that you are, um, you just turned 40 a couple of days ago. You <laughs> are, Okay. Okay, it was last year, but still. <laughs> so you are um, 40 years old. You are single, never been married, have my godson who is 10 years old. And so I just wanted to let y'all know kind of what her story is. And so when she said, this when at the point of us recording this, we are two days away from my 22nd wedding anniversary. So I am married. You have told, you are one of the people who has made it very clear to me mm -hmm, totally. that I have not been in these dating streets. I, I want the people to hear, because they've been listening to me say that on the podcast, and you are one of the people who's told me that. So go ahead. People hear how you tell me. Yeah, I mean, because I just need you to know, 22 years ago, the world was very different. And so when you yes. were in Lee thinking like on college campus and it was so cute, mm -mm, today's dating streets, 
are totally different in the worst way possible. So you, you I just got to keep you, keep you clear on that. She keeps me clear every time, like, ma'am, you, you don't know about what's out here. And then if I have the nerve, now y'all know I ain't going nowhere from Lee May, but if I have the nerve oh, to act like I'm irritated with him, you are like, sit out. down. Figure it out. Exactly. The question, is, the question is, did he put you, but did he put his hands on you? That's not okay. You, my sister, everybody said, girl, you, what you're not going to do is get mad because he put your clothes in the other room and you couldn't find them. Yeah, right. Okay. So we're being, we're joking, but not really. So right. I am well married for 22 years. And Zoe, when she said that, I just wanted to find her and give her a hug because one of the things that I loved about the series or her sharing is the accountability she took. Absolutely. Tell me what you think about that. Um, I, again, I want to keep saying I listened to all 50 because I'm still blown that I've listened to all 50. But as I listened to the whole thing, she was very intentional about pausing and saying, now this was a red flag or I knew this, or I want to be clear. Mm -hmm. I decided I want to, mm -hmm. I felt this, but I chose to just, okay, just go. So she mm -hmm. um, was very accountable and tried to be very clear. And I thought it was very mature of her to not just do this rant on him right now. She mm -hmm. gave the full on story, but if mm -hmm. we never met him, there was so many takeaways as a single woman from a woman who was single and kind of walked through this process, um, which also resonated, right? Because when I'm dating um, and if I'm in that space of, all right, Lord, I don't, uh, you know, where is he? It's, this should be mm -hmm. my time by now. I've crept past this age, that age. When I'm dating somebody, I, I could connect. Every time she was like, something in me was like, no, this ain't right. But yes. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him an out. I'm going to go ahead and tell him about the house and tell him let's back out of it so that I can give him out so we can just move on peaceably. Like I've had not that experience, but moments mm -hmm. where I know in myself, like, girl, no, no, no. Yes. And I've decided, well, I'm going to just run on and see what the end going to be. Um, yes. And it's never worked out. So, so even in that, her accountability made me appreciate the story so much because if we're honest, as women, we do do that, right? As single women, rather, we we ask God, give me a sign. I want to be clear and God be over there just tap, tap, tapping on our shoulder. Yes. Like, yes. Just sit down. You know, okay, next one. The next sign, I'm going to do it. So yes. her accountability was very mature and I could appreciate it. And that is what allowed me to stomach the entire series. Because yeah. you know. Because you don't do, yeah. Mm -mm. You don't do. I, I don't do well. well. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't do well when we can't keep it 100, tell the truth. And and let me say this, um, another thing that Zenobia has helped me with, and again, I am much older than her, but that's why you have to have people in your life who are going to tell you the truth, who are going to hold you accountable. And I, and I mean this in all seriousness, I have a very strong support system of people who I have given permission to tell me the truth. So one of the things you said, Zenobia, because you know, most of y'all who are single really struggle with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Tell the people, why, and I'm going to say what I'm about to say about what you've told me, but why is it a struggle dealing with me in your single journey? 
Um, I don't know which part you want me to disclose, but what but what came to mind <laughs> initially? Okay, when you say when, yes, let me let me be clear. Okay, <laughs> because you believe I am too tough on yeah, okay. potential guys. That's where I was going. Okay, yes, because it, it doesn't really matter who you um see. The problem is that you do this work for a living. The problem mm -hmm. is you are a mental health therapist, you are a life coach, and your your area, your passion is relationships. So you mm -hmm. have this long repertoire of experiences where you've seen, so now you can see it before you see it, right? So we yes. come and we're like, um, you know, when we finally do decide to tell you, because some days that's where it's at. And we're like, all right, so I'm, you know, I'm going out on this date to this guy, you know, one piece of information, two pieces. And you know, well, well, let me, let me just be clear. You can go out with him. If you think it's cute, you can have fun, but uh, he's this or he's that. And we're can we can yes we at least have one drink and figure out if he really is not with robin so you know sometimes it's a little rough coming to you with here's it's who rough interested in and one of our mutual friends said that if she says you know his last name starts with the j no 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 yeah, those dudes whose name starts with the does not matter okay well, one of the things you have helped me with a lot, and not only personally, but I believe even my clients probably have benefited from it. You have said, give me six minutes. Please just give me six minutes, sis. It's 24 hours in a day. I just need six minutes. Like, just sit with me for six uh, six minutes. Let's just, ooh. Let me vent it out. Just give it to me. Let me just. And then on minute seven or minute six and 30 seconds, if you want to go hard in the paint, okay. But please, can I just yes. six minutes? Okay, so I, I wanted to set that up. If we bring it back to Risa Tisa, I wanted to set that up because you're right, Zenobia. I am so concerned that there are so many women who have had very, mm -mm, let me rephrase that, who've had situations that are in the uh, ballpark. Maybe mm -hmm. that not that exact story, but in the ballpark of what, Risa was describing mm -hmm. and it is so easy when you get to a certain place in your life to decide I'm just gonna I'm just gonna settle with this or I'm I'm just gonna ignore this and so what's happening like you said I can see this red flag and I I'm trying to protect you all and so one of the things Zenobia that happened I think with Risa and I want you to know your know your thoughts about this I believe the pandemic made it very easy for her to find herself in this position because it was a lot of isolation. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. When I heard her talk about the the two weeks of dating and then the, the city shut down, the state of Georgia shut down and then they started to have the conversation of, okay, well, where are we going to quarantine? I try really hard because we've been talking about this at work as every, I'm sure all mm -hmm. of you all have, we've been talking about it everywhere. So I've tried really hard to kind of take myself back to 2020, to March of 2020, for me personally, right? Because at first we were all kind of like, oh, yeah, it'll be two weeks. We'll be back to work. Like, yes. you know, and so it wasn't really a thing. But when we started literally shutting down, like, don't come out of your house, uh, go to the grocery store with gloves. When it started being that kind of language, people started to, we've never experienced that in our lifetime, right? right. That's a hundred years ago, literally. So people started to be like, wait, 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 what's happening? So she's single in, you know, in um, Cobb County, this new pandemic thing that at the time we're like, what is this thing? What is going on? 
And right. she has enjoyed the last two weeks with the man, remember, because she also thought it was her time, right? So what a oh God, yes. opportunity for, well, you might as well just quarantine here. You got the apartment, but I got the house. It's more space. We'll just come on over here. Um, and many people have done that, right? Not in a pandemic, but like, well, I we went out Friday night and we you just stayed over and then, then it's Saturday right. and then it's Sunday. Right. Then, well, just leave us here and go home, get some work clothes. Come, and then it evolves. Now, maybe not after two weeks. I'm not going to put that on people, but it, right. it just things like that happen often in relationships. So I do agree that the pandemic had a faster, um, probably made it more rapid for her. But mm -hmm. again, if your mindset is, which is why I appreciated her naming that so clearly, like I felt like it should have been my time. And now this man came on the first date to to my tire yes. out and changed the tire and followed me. Paid to the for tire. It. This is an Not only did he, he paid for listen, it. I mean, come on, Disney. Like what else do you want? So Yes. Two weeks later, and according to her, they they actively dated in those two weeks. It wasn't like mm -hmm. <laughs> I was about to say it, okay. it wasn't like what I go through. You don't see nobody for two. Okay, but that's another pocket. It's okay. It's okay. Come back. Come back. I'm back. I'm back. Here I am. So if they were actively dating for those two weeks, and now you on TV like the world shutting down. I mean, you know, while I don't condone now, I don't know, but I do think the pandemic definitely had a, a impact on the um rapid moving situation of this story so yeah yeah and so the rapid moving absolutely and in addition you all are isolated so there's no there are not a lot of opportunities on the front end for people to jump in and think hey sis what do you think about well girl i don't know about that and then there's not a lot of outside of the house activities going on right. so you're not able to see this person and how they function in other ways. Yes. So I think all of that. Played. So one of the things you and I talked about as well, one of the things that's frustrating to me is the judgment, some of the judgment towards her. Yeah. Now, I would probably be over there on the judgment pulpit mm -hmm. if she hadn't been taking accountability. Okay. Let me know. Yeah. I'm going to just keep it real. If she wasn't taking account, I would be saying, Risa, nobody wants to hear this, right? <laughs> but the fact that she's taking accountability. And the reason why the judgment frustrates me is this. If you said this earlier, you said, you said something about women and you said, well, single women. But I think that it's bigger than just single women. Mm -hmm. I think people, and because we're talking about women, women in particular, all of us, Zenobia, have some area in our life where we have found ourselves in positions that if somebody were to examine it, we'd feel embarrassment. Yeah. We'd feel maybe shame, right. We something. And so when we get on our high horse, right. because I would never let a man move in with me after two weeks, and I'm going to give you that, you may not. There is something you've done. Even right. here's the thing, Zenobia, even if it's not related to a romantic right. relationship, yeah. something you've done in your career, something you're doing with your money, something that's yeah. going on with your health, how you are are or not taking care of your body, something going on in your there is somewhere in your life. And so I think as women, instead of judging Risa, which is what she said, she said, I'm putting myself out there so that somebody yeah. else can learn from this. Yeah. And I believe, and I want to hear from you, I believe that, yes, single women are going to be able to learn from her. 
But I think all women in the area of listening to your intuition, paying attention to that little thing that's saying, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that, and to your very point, uh, we talk about this all the time. It might be relationships for me, but it might be uh, finances for you. It might be health for the next person. It might be we talk about everybody has their area. Um, but I agree with you. I think that that, I think the resonating message from her that anybody can take away and probably men too, right? But we're not men, so I don't know, um, is that, you know, listen to that gut feeling, right? And if you're mm-hmm. a spiritual person, if you are asking God to lead you and he is trying to lead you, don't ignore the leading, right? Like, so Absolutely. if he's giving you the nudges, if you are getting that gut feeling, something's not right, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to pause because if it's meant for you, whatever it is, the man, the money, the house, if it's meant for you, it's going to be there, right? Because if this is what is ordained for you to have, then you don't have to rush into anything. I've never um, experienced, um, and you know, I, I know this is your podcast, but as a Christian woman, I've never experienced God in my life rushing anything i've never yes. had experience and so this whole need to hurry up and get whatever it is i think leads us to some opportunities for danger to show up because we're not thinking as clearly we're not listening we're not examining all things in front of mm-hmm. us to make sure all things are in place so i think with risa yes it's a relationship and a lot of single women looking for a relationship because everybody's not um, can take yes. that. Oh, I love that distinction. Yes. But everybody in general can take that part away that rushing into things and ignoring that gut feeling, um, whatever you as- ascribe that gut feeling to can allow things to get past you that'll lead you deeper into a hole than you could have been had you just paid attention to the signs. Absolutely. So, okay. I want to unpack something else you just said. Because I saw, because uh, let me just say, everybody, I, I'm I'm in deep, okay? I'm in deep to the recent tea. So I know it's going to be your time. I'm in so deep. Because right before we even started to record this, I am listening to her live on um, TikTok. And I don't even be on TikTok like that. But one of the things, comments that I've seen a lot, and you just alluded to that, and I want to unpack it. A lot of people have commented on the fact that she is saying, gosh, I wish I had listened to God. I wish I hadn't have ignored what God was trying to tell me. And some people hear that as her thinking God did this to her. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that we are deciphering that or unpacking that because like she said at some point, I think when she talked to the ex-wife, she mm-hmm. said the ex-wife said to her, listen, do not blame yourself. This is not your, this is him. This is something. And that is it. Like, this is not a reflection on Risa's worth or right. her value right. or who she is as a woman. This is not a reflection on that. With that, however, there is a reflection on what we just talked about. Her ignoring some things that she in herself is saying caused her to pause. And for those of us who are people of faith, now, if you're not a woman of faith, then this may not be your worldview. Mm -hmm. But for those of us who are people of faith, we call that intuition, the Holy Spirit, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so when when she is saying, gosh, I wish I had to listen, two things can be true at the same time. This is not about blame or fault. Mm -hmm. 
And I want to make sure that I strengthen my ability to listen to that discernment. Right. Right. And yeah. so it's not, I want to just make sure whoever is listening to this, this, this is not a thing of what's wrong with Risa at all. Right. Cause that's right. why I'm saying we all can relate to that. And we also want to make sure if you are a person of faith that you're leaning in and listening. Another thing about being a woman of faith, having wise counsel around yeah, you. I was thinking that too. Mm -hmm. One, Yeah. One of the things that happened is that she said, you know how people, Zenobia, people be like, she ain't got no friends. I mean, ain't no way she got no friends because why were her friends? But if yeah, you're not inviting the people into your world, they right. can't help you. So tell me what you think about that. Because she said her mother had, actually on the live just now, girl, she said, her mother is finding out some of this as she's listening to the yeah. 50 videos. Wow. And she said her aunt um, only knew so much. Her mm -hmm. friends only knew so much. So tell me what you, what your experience is. And now I just tell the truth. Okay. Cause if you want to dog me in it, you can, but what is oh. your experience when it comes to dating and dating in isolation or not inviting people into the process? So um, one of the things you, I'm glad you invited me to, to get on you because it already was in my head. But one of the things that you you always say is you sure know how to get somebody up off you. Um, so yes. basically, that means if you don't want to hear what, what they got to say or you don't want to hear what's coming down the pipe, you just shut that part right on off so they exactly. can go about their business. Um, but dating in isolation, I have found, is dangerous. And I use dangerous not necessarily speaking of physical harm, Right but dangerous mm -hmm. in the sense of it can lead you into spaces where you are vulnerable and unprotected and open to things that can scar you in the future. So that is what I yes. mean say dangerous. Um, I don't mean like physical harm, which I mean is a possibility, but that's not what I'm referring to. And so dating sometimes, and going back to the point about the six, just give me six minutes, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. I just want six minutes. So I might not tell you on day one that I done had a mm -hmm. phone call with somebody because I want to enjoy the second phone call. And so I'm going to take my own six minutes and then I'll tell you on minute seven. But what I have found is if you have people in your life who you have decided to do life with, right, as you name it, um, people who are close in your circle like that and you trust what they say and you know that they mean you well and not harm, Keeping them out of the loop on things is just as detrimental as ignoring that that intuition, Absolutely. right? That thing inside of you. Because sometimes we get so wrapped up in our desires that we can't even see what's actually happening in front of us. And so sometimes our friends, right? Or though not everybody, but those who you've identified. That you've hand-selected. Yeah, those people for you they can one maybe see what's what you don't see but they can also two see you going back into a pattern of behavior that you've done before that have led you into places you said you don't want to be right absolutely so i know that like in our relationship you and i you are very i'm very candid with when i go i go like what i want mm -hmm. I want all the things right and so you try i'm gonna tell you people she tried bless her heart you try to tread lightly, but you can't. So after the first, I mean, if you want to know, just ask, you know, all these things, then yes. just give it to me straight because, but I appreciate it because if I am saying to you, right, 
this is how I want to date, or this is what I'm looking for in dating, or this is a goal that I have. For you to see me de de um, derailing from that mm -hmm. and not at least say, hey, girl, you know you're derailing from that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, people tell you, yeah, I know, and exactly okay. but for you to see me and not say uh you know you didn't say that's what you know you off track with that one mm -hmm. um but, you know to me that's not genuine friendship right to me that's mm -hmm. not your relationship so her doing this in isolation and again when she talked about the house when she talked about her friend at work that took her to get the um dnc, DNC. Mm -hmm. you're only going to tell people to the degree that you are willing to hear feedback. And she knows if you and yourself knows that this is, this part is crazy right here. This part is dumb. I shouldn't have made that decision. This mm -hmm. you're probably going to leave that part out because you yes. are judging yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want your other folks to either judge you or be disappointed in you. I think when it's your close friends mm -hmm. or your family, it's more of a, you don't want people to be disappointed in you than to judge you. Because I don't feel like, you would judge me. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, I, I don't care really, but <laughs> I feel like we have- we're I might judge you, but you don't care if I do. Yeah, you know, whatever. So I think we're at a place where the judgment, and that's not a thing for us, but I also don't want you to be disappointed mm -hmm. in my choices, especially if it's a road I've gone down before. You know what I mean? I can un Girl, this is, this is a, you've never said that. This is a moment. Oh, oh, praise Amen. <laughs> okay, but I want I want to. Okay, that was really really good because I know we're gonna wrap in a minute. That was really good because number one, I do think though, when someone is in a vulnerable position and they're sensitive about something, how the person who is walking with you, how that person responds, does matter. Like yeah. you don't want to feel beat up when yeah. you come and say girl, I done gone down this path again. Right now, again, where, where I am in friendship and where we are, as long as the person is in, as long as you're saying, Robin, <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to rock with you, you now. Will. I if will you, give you that. Very true. Yes. Now, if you're pretending like this is normal, I'm still not going to, I'm just not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. and, and you and Kim yeah. say what? That your silence is loud. Okay. Yes. You just, I'm not going to say anything. We already know. Yes. So, but I want to, I do want to, and I want to make sure we're keeping this because if you're not married, single, you could think this doesn't apply to you, but mm -hmm. I want you to understand the same way that a single woman could ignore those nudges or a single woman is operating in isolation. Even married women in some area of their life could be operating in isolation. There are things that the people in my circle can help me see when it comes to how I'm showing up in parenting. Mm -hmm. And like, well, Robin, you, you're going to shut her down if you say that. Or Robin, you're not responding. So I think it has to, because if I if you don't show, if I'm showing my shoulder and you don't show your shoulder, we, we can't rock with, I know, you know, that's my thing. That's thing. If we're in that kind of, if we are in a mutual relationship, not a mentee, mentor, right, not right. if we are in a mutual relationship, then we have to mutually be transparent. Well, I am so excited about this conversation. I think even this little snippet is going to give some people some great feedback. I would love for you to DM me on Instagram, Robin May Online. Tell me your thoughts from this conversation. Very quickly, I am re-releasing Before You Take His Name and Zenobia. I went through these 14 questions with Kim mm -hmm. after this whole saga. Kim is my sister, for those of you listening. After this whole saga, 
because I'm adjusting some of these questions because yeah. I got to make sure that it is even addressing somebody who was in um, Reese's situation. So Z, thank you so much for coming on with me. Thank you for having me. This was fun. It was so much fun. All right, y'all, make sure you listen up for our next episode coming up soon. Um, episode, I believe it will be 29. This is a bonus episode right here. So look for episode 29 coming up soon. And don't forget to check out my two-part series with Latrice Pace. That episode, those two episodes were amazing. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.